Hello, this is Gurmeher from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today, Saturday, the 29th of July. Today, the Central Bureau of Investigation began investigations in the Manipur sexual assault case, an agency official said. This case came to light on 19th of July when a video of the ghastly incident emerged on social media, showing two women being paraded naked by a mob in Manipur. The police took more than two months to register the case, classifying it as gang rape and abduction. After the viral video triggered outrage, the police arrested seven individuals in the case. Following the incident, a spate of accounts emerged detailing several other cases of sexual violence in Manipur since the clashes began on 3rd of May. At present, the CBI is investigating six cases of violence in the state. Contrary to some media reports suggesting 10 arrests in the Manipur viral video case, an agency official clarified on 28th of July, the CBI has not yet made any arrests in connection with the violence in the state. They further said that they have not taken any individual into custody. The investigation is still ongoing. Today, a delegation from the opposition's INDIA bloc will arrive in Manipur to conduct an on-the-spot assessment of the situation in the strife-toned state. Departing from Delhi on a commercial flight, the MPs led by Congress leader Adhir Ranjan Chaudhary expressed their intention to visit multiple relief camps in Manipur and speak with those affected by the violence. The delegation's primary goal is to evaluate the current state of affairs in the region. They emphasised the need for the government to work towards restoring normalcy and peace in Manipur and urged the state government to not impede their visit. The delegation plans to meet Manipur Governor Anusaya Uike to discuss the situation in the state. They criticised the government's attempt to label Manipur violence as a mere law-and-order issue, asserting that ethnic clashes were a significant part of it, attracting international attention. Ahead of the visit, Congress Deputy Leader Gaurav Gogoi also called for the retired Supreme Court judge-led inquiry into the violence in Manipur. The opposition delegation received permission from Manipur Chief Minister N. Birain Singh to visit the state and have sought to use helicopters to reach remote areas at Churchandpur where fresh violence has occurred. The delegation comprises members from various political parties and is scheduled to return to Delhi on a Sunday afternoon after their meetings and assessments in Manipur. Today, BJP President J.P. Nadda carried out a reshuffling of the party's central office bearers, introducing a significant change by appointing a Pasmanda Muslim from Uttar Pradesh as one of its vice-presidents. Additionally, the former Telangana unit chief, Bandi Sanjay Kumar, has been accommodated as a national general secretary. As part of its outreach to Pasmanda Muslims, the party appointed BJP MLC Tariq Mansoor as one of its vice-presidents. Mansoor was earlier the vice-chancellor at Aligarh Muslim University. While most of the office bearers have been retained in their positions, the new list includes 13 vice presidents, 9 general secretaries, and 13 secretaries, with BL Santosh overseeing the organization as in charge. In this revamp, the BJP decided to drop CT Ravi, a prominent leader from Karnataka, and Dilip Saikia, a Lok Sabha MP from Assam, from their roles as general secretaries, fueling speculation that they might be contesting the 2024 Lok Sabha elections. Notably, former Union Minister Radha Mohan Singh, a Lok Sabha MP from Bihar, was removed as party vice president. Another addition to party's ranks is Anil Antony, son of veteran Congress leader A.K. Antony, who has been appointed as National Secretary. Listeners, this year's torrential rains in Himachal Pradesh have caused the worst devastation ever seen. There have been over 100 fatalities, thousands of people stranded, properties severely damaged and estimated losses of 8,000 crore rupees. Many blame irresponsible construction practices for the destruction. The magnitude of this disaster in the hilly region raises questions. Was it a result of an extreme climate catastrophe? Could the government have responded more effectively? And what are the implications for other habitats in the country? 
Hridesh Joshi, an environmental journalist, aims to address these queries through videos and ground reports in both Hindi and English. You can contribute to this NLCNA project to support us in telling the story. We're able to bring you our reports and analysis only because you've got a back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only 900 rupees a quarter. Today in West Bengal, South 24 Parganas district, unidentified gunman shot and killed a newly elected TMC Panchayat member, while another person accompanying him was critically injured. The police are investigating the incident to determine if it was a result of political rivalry or personal enmity. The fatal attack occurred late Friday night when Memur Karami, a member of Magrahat East Gram Panchayat, was returning home. The assailants not only opened fire but also stabbed him with a sharp object, leading to his death. Shah Jahan Mula, who rushed to help Garami, was also shot and is now undergoing treatment. The recent three-tier panchayat elections in the state where Trinamool Congress emerged victorious witnessed several fatalities due to poll-related violence. The US has expressed unwavering support for Niger's ousted President Mohamed Bazoum after a coup removed him from power. US Secretary of State Antony Blinken warned the coup leaders that their actions put hundreds of millions of dollars of assistance at risk. The leader of the Presidential Guards Unit, General Abdul Rahman Tijani, has declared himself as Niger's new leader. Bazoum, a crucial Western ally in the fight against Islamist militants, is currently held captive by his own guards. Blinken assured him that Washington would continue efforts to restore democratic rule in Niger. France, which won colonized Niger, only recognizes Bazoum as the legitimate head of the state and rejects the coup leaders. The coup has heightened uncertainty in the Sahel region following similar events in Burkina Faso and Mali. Russia's Wagner mercenary group leader Yevni Prigozhin applauded the coup, while concerns arise over Niger's future alliance and the growing pattern of coups in West Africa. This is the fifth coup in Niger since gaining independence in 1960. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night depending on where you're listening from. See you on Monday. News Laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com slash subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest News Laundry experience, download our app. Watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports. Stay informed. Pay for news. Protect democracy. Save the world. Save the world.